Okay, sorry, restart. So we, um, we uh, have been talking before about the idea of Havchana, right? That any time um, a woman is between two marriages, so she has to, uh, she needs three months in between to make sure that we know who, whose child it was. If she ends up being pregnant, so we make sure we know whose child was, uh, you know, who, who is the father of the child, right? So that's a din that applies We've mentioned before, it implies if she gets divorced, it implies if she is a widow, and certainly it's going to apply also to what has to happen before she's able to do yibum. Um, before she does yibum. So the question becomes, though, what, so, so the halacha is, in any scenario where, um, where a woman becomes a widow, and her husband, we didn't think about it, we haven't thought about this, but we've been learning 35 black gemara, but that any scenario of, of, of yibum or chalitza, is going to require first a three months of havchana. Because before you have those three months, you're not going to know, number one, if you're going to do yibum, if it ends up that she is pregnant, whose child this is. And number two, uh, if she's, uh, even if you're just doing chalitza, uh, if, she, if you do yibum, sorry, if you do chalitza, and it turns out that she was actually pregnant, so what does that mean? It means that she never actually needed chalitza in the first place, Right? Um, it's going to turn out, it's, it, and here it's, it's not just a question of knowing whose child it is. When it comes to even Mechalitza, it's a question of, you know, is this woman Aishas, is she Aishas Ach, in which case she's forbidden to me, right? Or is she uh, permitted to be my wife, and is it a mitzvah to marry her, right? That's always the, the balance that we're striking when we deal with, um, when we deal with um, Yibum, right? Is that we're always balancing those two, those two dinim. Right, the, or two possibilities of mamish nisa erva der raisa or mitzvah se der raisa. So, uh, so the, the issue of havchana when it comes to um, yibum and chalitza is actually very significant for that reason. So, with that background, now we can start learning the Mishnah. The Mishnah says as follows A person does chalitza with the, his sister in law after his, what, his brother passed away and they had no children, and venimseis miuberis. It turns out, yikes. We find out afterwards that she was actually Mubaris. What does that mean? So take a look at Tosos, the second Tosos on the right side, Venim says Mubaris. Right? Toch right? What we're what we're what we're talking about um, is the scenario where and Tosos is actually going on the next next part of the Gemara, but the same concept. That the, the point here is the person didn't follow the halacha. Right? Because the halacha is you need have you need have chana to make sure that they're not uh, that they're not, uh, that, that she's not pregnant. But the point is here, the person didn't follow the halacha. And they went ahead and they did chalitza uh, without, without having the time in between. So what happens if you did chalitza with a woman and then it turned out she was pregnant? V'yalda, now she has, and she has a child. V'zvan shavlad shalkayamahu. Uh, sorry, v'zvan shavlad shalkayamahu. If the child is, uh, you know, a, a child that lives. The child shalkayamah just means that the child is a healthy child. The child is born and the baby is fine. Then what happens? So what happens? So the, the bottom line is what happens is it means the chalitza was not a chalitza. Okay? So and, what, and what's the ramifications of the chalitza not being a real chalitza? Well, back up. Why is it not a good chalitza? Because she wasn't a bas chalitza. Right? She didn't need chalitza. She wasn't his yavama. In the end of the day, when, when he did the, did the chalitza, he thought his brother had passed away without any children. It turns out that what happened, his brother passed away, and it turns out his wife was already pregnant, and she ends up having a child who's his child. 
So there's no din yibum, no din chalitza. So yes, he went through the whole process and he took her, they took off his shoe, etc., etc. As we'll learn the din chalitza eventually. But all of it was for nothing. There was no reason to do it. You can do chalitza all you'd like. If, if she's not a yavama, it's not going to do anything. Uh, so so what, are the, what, what are the ramifications of chalitza typically? And we haven't really discussed this that much before. Is that typically what happens is when a woman, uh, when a man does chalitza with a woman, so we actually pass all her to her to her relatives. So look at Rashi. Rashi is a chalitza who, who mutter, so so usually we pass him to her relatives. He's not allowed to marry her relatives. So the so the ramifications here would maybe show us that the chalitza was not a chalitza uh, again because it wasn't necessary. So the, the ramifications are that he remains permitted to her relatives. Right? It says Rashi who mutter bekrovosah the lav chalitza he the halobayi. It's not a chalitza. She didn't need it. Right? Krovosah bekrov of mefarsh that come masis the mission on daf mem. We'll explain. Right? There are certain, certain people to whom each one of them becomes forbidden because they are now married to each other. Um, certain, and those, and those uh, Yisurim that typically come into play come into play even in the scenario of Chalitza, Midrabanon, and that doesn't happen in this case because at the end of the day they had a, she had a child from her first husband and so uh, it's not a problem. Um, how do we know it's from the first husband and not from the second husband? Because again, it's a chalitza. There was no second husband, so it's a it's a clear cut case in this situation that the uh, that the uh, uh, child was was belonged to the first husband, the only husband in that case, and that's why she is um, the chalitza is, is a nothing. And also, lo kahuna. What the halacha is in general, right, is that a woman who does chalitza is pesula kahuna, right? Really, the isser is an isser grusha yisha grusha meishalayikachu. The pasuk says. However, Chazal uh, added on also that because chalitza is similar to a, to a, to a gerishin, so we make a woman who does chalitza also forbidden to a, uh, to a Kohen. So this woman who did chalitza, uh, again, a woman whose husband passes away, we've mentioned this before, is not forbidden to a, to a Kohen. Uh, an Amman is allowed to marry a Kohen, and just not a Kohen Gadol. So here, when she does chalitza, but it ends up being a false chalitza because it wasn't necessary, so she's, she's low pasal minikuna, Right, it doesn't make a pasta guna because again, it wasn't really a chalitza. Fine. However, that, that's only if the baby was shalkayama, if the baby survived. However, ain't of large shalkayama. However, what happens if the child is born but it does not survive? Rashi writes, im ain't of large shalkayama, shahaya nefel. It was a, it was a, you know, um, a, baby, a, 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 a baby that passes away very, very soon after being born. Nefel is typically determined within 30 days of birth, but it can even be. You know, depending depending on the situation, but but it's uh, a child that's born, but very soon afterwards passes away, and the, the point being, it was never shalkayama. The that language of shalkayama means it was never in a position where it was going to survive. They're told from the, from the, from the time it's born even that it, you know the likelihood of its survival is is, is very low. Um, so if the baby does not survive, it's not going to survive. So what happens? Who If that happens, so what happens? It turns out that what she was. Ayavama, because she did not have a child that survived. Because he didn't have a child that survived, so then uh, the, 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 the man is considered having passed away without children. It's an interesting question. The implication of the mission, by the way, is that if he would have had a child who, who was Shalkayama, lived you know, a much longer time, and then passed away, right, Rahman Litzlan, that she still wouldn't be Ayavama, right? It's because the, the child that's born is a Nafel. It never was, never had the status of, uh, as having children. Um, that's the reason why. Uh, in this situation, she does the uh, chalitza is still valid, necessary, and therefore valid. 
Um, fine. So, so the vlad not shalkayama. So then, who also bekrovav sev? He asu bekrovav. They're forbidden to each other's relatives, like a regular chalitza. Upasla minakuna, and she is forbidden to uh, to a coming. Because again, it turns out the mafreya. It turns out retro- retroactively, we, we we know that she really was um, she really was a yavama, and the chalitza really was good. Fine. But now let's get to the even more complicated case, which is the situation of yibum done without proper havchana. Hakonis is yivam tovanim tesmiuberes. Person goes ahead and marries the yivama, and turns out she was pregnant. Veyalda, and then she has a child. Vizman shavlad shakayama yotzim vechayav and korban. So if in that uh, she has a child now, and they are, uh, um, and and the child's fine and lives, etc. So she, they have to get divorced, obviously, because because now we know that she wasn't really Yavama, in which case he is forbidden to her because she is a Shazach. Um, and they have to bring a Korban. Why? So Rashi says, Because now the scenario was, he violated the Nisra Erva. Again, not on purpose. It was a mistake. So he's not going to be Chayv Misa, or not Chayv Kares, but he has to be a Korban, a Korban Chathas, for violating this in Nisra Kares, uh, or in Nisra Misa, uh, Bishogik. Okay. Vim ain avlad shel kayama. But if the child, again, it doesn't, is not shel kayama, it's not going to, the child does not, does not stay alive. Yukayim. So then they can stay married because at the end of the day it turns out that she was Yavama and the, and the Yibam was a real Yibam. However, Suffolk ben Tisha Larishon, Suffolk ben Shivala Achron, Yotzi vavlad kosher, vechayavim ba'ashim tali. So the, the first scenario, right? Well, the first scenario is that in a scenario where she has a child, right? But let's say she had the child after four months, right? So what do we know? We're going to know that, uh, that this child is not, not from the first husband because the baby is born, a full-term baby, after uh, being married to this man for four months is impossible. Right? That's just not, it's not feasible. So we must be, in that scenario, we know for sure that the baby came from the first husband and therefore they still have to get divorced and they have to be in Korban, but we know this baby is from the original husband, and we know that this was not a real Yibam, right? But the problem is, what happens if the baby's born after seven months? So the Gemara assumes always, and as medical science moves forward, this, you know, becomes, you know, more and less, you know, true, but it's still relatively true to even today, right? A baby born after seven months, um, you, know, uh, you know, 29, 30 weeks, in a, you know, even today, can survive. Um, but a... Uh, but so, so the point is, if a baby's born in, in the times of Chazal after seven months, so you don't know, right? Was this baby a seven month old, seven month, you know, uh, a, a, a child, a baby that developed for seven months and it was the, the new husband's child? Or was this a full term baby and it was the original husband's, right? Original husband's child. You don't know. So when the baby's born after seven or eight months, so you don't know, Suffolk, this child is the first husband's child, Suffolk, it's the new husband's child. We don't know what to do in that scenario. So that there, we don't know. Was she really Yavama or not? We're not sure. So if you're not sure, what do we say? So we say, first of all, Yotzi, they have to get divorced because Suffolk, or Suffolk and Erva, they have, they have to get divorced. She can't, you can't stay with her. She's a Suffolk Erva. However, have a lot of kosher. The child remains a, a kosher child. Why is it, why is it a lot of kosher? It's not a mom's there. Why not? Because one of two things. Either he's the first, either he's the first, uh, Husband's child, right? If he's the first husband's child, then what? Then, of course, he's kosher. He's not, not a mom's at all. She, he came from a, a, a union that was a thousand percent permissible to each other, right? That's number one. And if he's really from the second, from the second relationship, 
then he's also fine. Why? Because that, if, if he's really in a second relationship, it means that the first relationship, really there was no child. In which case, the Yibum was a good Yibum, and now he's a child of Yibum. Right? One or the other, he's fine, he or she is fine either way. Either he's a child of the original marriage, or the second marriage is invalid, and, and that which means the second marriage is invalid, but he's from the first one. Or he's the product, or he or she is the product of the second marriage, in which case, that means the first marriage was a real Yibum scenario, right? That the, uh, or the second marriage is a real Yibum, in which case the child's fine there also. So the point is, the, Vlad, the, the child's not a mom's there, he's a, he or she is a kosher in that scenario. But they, and they have to be a korban asham taloi. Korban asham taloi is a korban you always bring if you, a person is misupak, whether or not they violated um, an iser karis. So uh, if you're not sure, uh, if you violated these serious serious you bring an asham taloi. So these are the, the, the different possibilities here. And all of this comes up only, by the way, if they didn't do havchana. Now we understand just from this gemara, just from mission itself, the importance of the din of havchana. Right? It has such an important... Uh, status for this reason. And by the way, you know, uh, think about, you know, um, well, either way, the point is, you see how, how important it is in terms of understanding, paternity and understanding whether, whether they're doing, uh, you know, they're violating a, a real iser or they're totally doing a mitzvah. So many passages, so many things that come up because of the fact that the hafchana um, needs to be done. Okay, so let's, uh, let's move now to the Gemara. So it says the Gemara as follows. Yeah. Ah, very good. It's a great point, right? That's a really excellent point, right? That if it, it, that that means if a widow, pa- a, a, a man, pa- any man passes away and his wife is pregnant with their first child, you're gonna say we don't tell everybody, you know, don't worry about it, you know, no yibum, no chalitza. You're right, because lechora, if she would end up miscarrying or she would end up, you know, uh, having a nafil, then you're right. Then in that scenario, uh, it sounds like in that situation a yibum or chalitza would be necessary. Yes. I, I can't say for certain the implications of this mission is, it would, be, would absolutely be that way. That, that would seem to be correct. Yes. Yes, very, very good point. When you, look, when you look at the, the word Mishnah, I guess it's unclear, right? Because, like, is this, would this also, would everything we just said also apply in the case where he knew that she was pregnant and married anyway, or is it only in case where he didn't know that she, that she was pregnant? Like, in other words, like, a whole it's, the nimsays, the nimsays, it's down. Yes. Well, the, the, well, the, look, the Mishnah, the Gemara always, if, if it's not Nimseis, the Mishnah, the Gemara always asks the next question, right? are we dealing with Rishayim? Right? We're always dealing with, you know, we don't, the Gemara, does, the Mishnah, and, and being serious, the Mishnah doesn't, doesn't, most of the time, tries to do a scenario, deal with scenarios where mistakes happen, and not with scenarios where people violated the din on purpose. Um, we had that just earlier, right, with the women who were swat, who were, you know, switched after, after Arison, and, and, and now for Nisuin, they were, uh, you know, they were switched. So, um, but well, I guess the question would be, what would the, what would the difference be? We, we would give us some type of kanas, you're saying? It is. No, you're right. The case, the case is, seems to be a case of show, like, you know, they didn't know the halacha or they, or they you know, risked it or whatever. Yeah. 
Um, you're saying, so in a scenario where they say someone knows the halacha and does it on purpose, in that scenario, would there be a different uh, din? It's a good question. Um, or, or here is the case here specifically, they didn't know the halacha, or they, did, they knew the halacha and they risked it, right? So they assumed she wasn't pregnant or whatever. Um, you're saying, what if, what if he knows she's pregnant and he does it anyways? Can, I, can he get saved afterwards? Uh, the Gemara is actually going to talk about some of, the, some of this, but maybe not the amazing question, but it's a good question. You know, do, you know, do we say in that scenario, do, we'll have to see as we move along, do Chazal like, give some type of kanas, some type of penalty to somebody who takes the risk and it doesn't work? You know, is there a higher level iser, um, you know, or does he have to get divorced even if it turns out that the baby's in Afel because, he, because you know, they shouldn't have taken the risk? It's a good question. We don't see that yet here in, the, in our Mishnah. Um, but you're right. If it's not a case of nimtes, but they knew vadai, you know, uh, maybe that would be maybe maybe Chazal would treat that differently. It's a good question. But I, I, let's see as we move along. If we see an answer to that, please uh, point it out. It's, it's, it's an important question. I like it. Um, okay. So let's so let's take a look at the mission now. Uh, the Gemara now. So it says Gemara as follows: Itmara cholets pila. Okay. So so the truth is. You know, uh, Jonathan, it could be your questions coming out even right now. Actually, I'm thinking about it as we, as we see the, the case of the Gemara. We'll have to see. But the, the case here is, the person does chalitza for, to a woman who's, who is pregnant, and she ends up that she, that she has a miscarriage. Again, it's not clear if he knew she was, she was Mubaris or not. Um, right? But he, he, uh, he, does, he, does, he does chalitza with a woman who is pregnant, and it turns out that she uh, ends up having a miscarriage. So what happens then? So Rabbi Yochanan Amar chalitza mina achin. Rabbi Yochanan says she does not need a chalitza from the other brothers. Why? Because she already had a chalitza. Right? She already had a chalitza. Rishlakish um, Amar tzricha chalitza mina achin. Rishlakish says she does need a chalitza from the other brothers. Okay, and we're gonna have to see why not. So look at Rashi. Rashi says ain't tzricha chalitza mina achin. She doesn't need a chalitza. Why? Taha chalitza ma'ayasehi. Right. Her, that chalitza was good, right? Meaning the, the opinion of, of Rabbi Yochan is, yeah, and, and John, I want to point it out again, it's, it might be the, the difference between our Gemara and the, and the case of our Gemara and the case of the Mishnah might be exactly your point. Maybe the, the, the point here is he knew, uh, but we'll have to see. Um, the point is the person does a chalitza with a woman who is pregnant. And the presum- presumption is if he knows she's pregnant, he knows the chalitza is really, is, is for nothing. Or, even, or, or the fact that she ends up that she was pregnant Again, my Talmud the Chalitza is, enough, is, is nothing. So Rish Lakish says, sorry, sorry. So Rabbi Yochan says, Why? Because it turns out, in the end of the day, because the baby wasn't born, it turns out that, that the brother passed away without, without children. So it turns out this was a real Chalitza, right? Freya. It turns out, we look retrospectively, it turns out that at that moment, the Chalitza was actually real Chalitza. Rish Lakish says, no, she's going to need Chalitza from somebody else at that point. So we're going to have to see why. Rav Yochan Amar Eina Tzricha Chalitza Mina Achin Chalitzas Miuberes Shema Chalitza Ubias Miuberes Shema Bia. So Rav Yochanan says again, the Gemara is giving us explanation. Rav Yochanan says the reason why she doesn't need a chalitza from anybody else is because the chalitza of a Miuberes is still called a chalitza. Right? The fact that she was happened to be pregnant at that time doesn't matter if in the end of the day the baby wasn't born, right? And Bias Miuberes Shema Bia, and the fact that again it would be the same thing that they did Yibum. Right, if they, if it, they had Tashmish, and it turns out she was pregnant, but then she hasn't, she has a miscarriage again. So it turns out that 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 um, 
Tashish was was permissible and it was appropriate and it was and it was a case of yibum. For Rish Lakish, Amma Tricha Chalitza Minachem. Rish Lakish says no, she needs chalitza. Why does she need chalitza still? Because chalitza smiuberes lo shema chalitza ubias smiuberes lo shema bia. Because Rish Lakish says I don't care that in the end of the day, the 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 baby wasn't kshal kayama, and the end of the day it turns out my that the brother didn't have any children. At the moment when he did yibum or chalitza, she was pregnant. So at that moment, if you ask me, is there chalitza to be done here or even to be done here? The answer is no. I, or, and at the very least, like Arnold, like you pointed out, at the very least, you got to wait to see. Right? You don't know at this moment that this woman needs yibum or chalitza. In fact, your assumption should probably be, and we're going to see this come out later, most, most times when women are pregnant, it ends up with the baby being born. So if that's true, that my assumption should actually be that the yibum or chalitza would not, is, is not going, going, going to, to, to be appropriate at that moment. So if that's true, I don't care, Lema Freya, that I find out later that it ends up it was, uh, it, it, it was you know, that, that she really didn't have children because at that moment, we could have assumed that she did. Fine. So the Gemara wants to know now, what's this machlokes between Rav Yochanan and Mishlagash? But my commitment, what are they really arguing about? E bias a makra, v bias a masvara. So Gemara does this a lot. Sometimes it can give me a, a machlokes within the actual source, the pasuk, or I can give you a svara, a rationale, but they argue within svaras. They argue in both. They argue both in terms of the source, and they can argue, I can give you an argument also they have in terms of rationale. I say svara, so we're going to try svara first. The Gemara, the Bach actually flips the order, but, but for now we'll just read the order that's in the Gemara, it's easier. I say svara, so I'll tell you the, the rationale. Rabbi Yochanan saw Rabbi Yochanan is told she doesn't need a new chalitza. Im yavu el yavu yomar, the ibra, the abra mapule mapla, mi lav bas chalitza v'yibamhi. He says, if Eliyahu and Avi would come, right? doesn't that be Eliyahu and Avi? But any, anybody would tell you, who would tell the future, and would tell you that this child is not going to be a child, it's going to be an Ethel. Would you tell me now at this moment that the chalitza and yibam, that she's a bas chalitza and bas yibam? Of course you would. Of course you would, because you know. You know the future. So says of Yochanan. So I, so I, so the fact that I didn't know it then, but I know it now. So I know it now. So, so what's the problem? Rish Lakish Amar Tigle Mafreya Lo Amrinan. Rish Lakish says, No, we don't go by what's going to happen. You know, going to happen uh, retroactively. I care about what's in front of me right now. What's in front of me right now is a woman who should not be having yibum chalitza. If you'd ask me at this moment, should I do yibum or do chalitza? The answer would be. No. Again, should the question maybe be, like Arnold, like you pointed out, maybe we should wait to see? Okay, maybe. But at that moment, should I do Yibam, should I do Chalitza? The answer would be no. So therefore, says Rish Lakish, that's why you don't do Chalitza now, or, or, or Yibam, and that's why it doesn't work, even if it turns out that the, 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 that the child was in Nefil. Vibai is a makra, and if you want, I'll tell you, Machlokas in the, in the sources, in the Pasuk, Rabbi Yochanan Savar, Uben Einlo, Amrachmana, sorry, Uben Einlo, Amrachmana, Vahalesle. And Yochan says, what do you mean? The Pasuk is, if, the ch- if there's ben ain lo, right? It's the, the, the man dies, u ben ain lo, and he has no child. So in this case, did he have no child? He didn't have a child. So that's the halacha. So the fact at the end of the day that he didn't have a child, so that means that this woman was a bas yibam or a bas chalitza, and there's no reason to, uh, and, and there's no reason to, to say that yibam or chalitza wasn't good, because in the end of the day, bottom line, there wasn't a child that was born. I think we saw this drush already. Yeah, we did on Daf Chav Beis. This 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 drush before. Ben Ein Lo. It could have the pasuk could be written. The word Ein could be written Aleph Nun. You don't need the Yud. 
Without the yud, you could still on aleph nun would mean ben ein lo, uh, just aleph nun. So the fact that it has an extra i, extra yud there, what does it teach me? I ain't a love, right? The extra yud teaches me ein lo, ein lo, ein a love. Take a look. Meaning you should, you have to, you have to do more research. Or you have to, you can't just say bottom line there was no child. You have to say, well, take a look. Is she pregnant now? Is she not pregnant now? Can we look? Right? And that the pasuk itself is sort of giving us this uh, implication that we have to look more carefully before making that determination. Um, okay, so we'll stop.